Hey everyone, I'm Alex. And I'm Courtney. And this is Nerds at Odds. Nerds at Odds is your weekly podcast about all things in nerd culture and beyond. And if you want to get the show four days early, ad-free, with the ability to submit your questions, comments, and concerns, and so much more, head on over to patreon.com slash nerds at odds. And if you would like to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch, all at nerds at odds. And please rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening. It helps us reach a broader audience and lets us know what you think of the show in general. Yeah. And now let's hop into what we've been up to. Courtney, what have you been doing recently? I've been watching more Twitch. Gotten into a nice community. That's always fun. What's the name of this Twitch streamer? Uh, his name's uh, Halo Husky. Halo Husky? That's a pretty cool name. Yeah. Halo like the game? No, it's spelled differently. It Halo's his, his name. It's his actual name? Halo's his actual name. That's a name, pretty cool name. But it's spelled differently. Not named after the video game? No. The problem is is that I have to wake up early in the morning to watch it. He's from it. Australia, He's Australia, right? Yeah. So when you wake up, you, you're watching it at like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning here six seven in the morning sometimes what's yeah. the what's that what's that over there do you know from watching uh, the streams it's about 11 to like one in, one to two ish like 11 p.m where yeah. he's at yeah that's pretty crazy i think from where we're at a flight to australia i think might be longer than a day yeah which is insane but it'd be great to go sometime i'd oh, love, I'd to, love see. to go i want to see probably uh the steve owen zoo they have mm-hmm the Sydney Opera House. Yeah. Maybe pop over to New Zealand. Yeah, to see the Shire. Yes. Gotta, gotta check out the Shire. You've also been watching some YouTube. Mm-hmm. Have you finished Ray's Stardew Valley stream yet? No. I but, took a break, gotten into my backlog of uh, like long, really long Yeah, some YouTube off topics videos. and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. And you've been knitting some more and playing Stardew in anticipation for the 1.5 update. Which should be out any day now. It's been in certification for like two weeks. We're hoping, you know. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we're going to stream that over on twitch.tv slash nodes at odds. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll see how it goes, yeah. We'll probably post... Uh, Hopefully you guys like it. And uh, if not, I guess I'll stop. Yeah. Just play on my own. <laughs> well, we'll probably post those on YouTube as well. You can check out there. And speaking of YouTube, I just want to shout out. We did some Pokemon card openings recently. You can yeah, check that out. was so much fun. We opened some trainers toolkits, mm-hmm. which I have never seen before. We found them at Walmart. That's how hard up we are for Pokemon cards to open because we just like doing it. But we can't find any anything else in these weird combo things they sell. Yeah, I it, mean, hopefully with the new set coming in soon. Yeah, Shining Fates, I think. Yes, and then I will get my new Evil Tall. Yeah. Check that out over on YouTube if you're interested in Pokemon card openings. We also did a Minecraft video recently. Mm-hmm. I have been checking out Destruction All-Stars. What, what is that? It was no supposed idea. to be a PlayStation 5 second-party launch game. It's an exclusive game to PlayStation 5, but it's not made by Sony. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. they pushed it back till February, and it was originally supposed to be a $70 game because all new games are $70 now. And they gave it away for free with PlayStation Plus instead. So that should kind of let you know about where the quality's at with this thing, maybe. It's, it looks like Fortnite art style-wise. Yeah. And the whole thing, it's a multiplayer game where you basically can hop in and out of cars and try to, like, steal people's cars and wreck them against each other. It's kind of like Twisted Metal, if you've ever seen that game. It's, I played it for maybe 30 minutes to an hour, and I'm like, I can't, it's not that great i'm not into it speaking of games i pre-ordered the new pokemon snap very exciting i'm probably gonna do that as well once it gets closer to april 30th mm. gonna save up some money because i did i did get a new phone yeah, yesterday that's true yeah i got the iphone 12 mini i've been enjoying it a lot i think face id is pretty convenient i i like the button i like you know, I have my phone, it's in my back pocket, I put my hand on the button, yeah. I pull it up, and it's already unlocked when it comes to my face. Yeah, but, but you know, face ID, every time you look at it, it's unlocked. So. Yeah, but now, with with the masks, mm-hmm. it's not unlocked Though, when you look at it. 
the next update with Apple is going to have Face ID with masks. That's not going to so. work. It's it just, might. It's just not going to work. I can't believe Face what's ID works happen, as well as it does now. What's going to happen is people are not going to use that feature with the masks. Yeah. And they'll still, like, take, like, customers all the mm. time, they're like, oh, i got to unlock my phone, pull down my mask. Even yeah. people that are, like, super, like, oh, i got to wear the mask, mm-hmm. they'll still mm. pull down their mask to unlock their phone. I'm like, you could just type in the number. Yeah. It's a four-digit number. You can change it to a four-digit number. I did that, so... Just, just type in the number. Yeah, just just do that. But I've I've really enjoyed it. So trying to save some money, but it's like two and a half months away at this point. I needed po- it. Pokemon Snap is my childhood. Get the notes there. I I've got to have it on lockdown so that I can play it like I played the original one. I had the original one. I would beat that game in like a matter of hours because I was just so like would I know you, what to do. Would you be disappointed if you could do that with this game? Because you paid sixty dollars for it. The beauty of Pokemon Snap is that you could just replay it all the time. Because it's like, well, you know, I've got some time, and you know, the game, like the original Pokemon Snap. I mean, it's all polygons and stuff, but it mm-hmm. looked good to me yeah. at my young age. Back it when did it come? It came out on the GameCube, right? Was it in sixty four? It's in sixty four. Yeah, so it's like nineties. Yeah, but I mean, like I I played it throughout my childhood mm. i would just sit down and be like yeah i feel like play because it's nice to have a game that you can beat easily yeah and you can be like oh this will make me feel good mm. i beat this game real quick i, I kind of get that uh I- and if it's longer that's great too i'll watch i'll play a longer yeah pokemon snap as so- long as as professor oak goes you were close the game that i can beat pretty quickly that i like doing over and over is Mega Man two I think I can probably get through Mega Man 2 in like 30 minutes entirely. I also like Stardew because it's just like I, I, you know, once you complete the community center, you're kind of done at that point. I don't really go for the 100 percenting, like Mm. making people like me. Yeah. I did go for all the artifacts at one point. I actually got that. Yeah. So that was fun. Well, Stardew, it's just a world you want to exist in, I suppose. It's just like a simple... I don't think there's like a a way you could actually live that life that seems like a fictionalized version of what that could be like. Yeah. But it seems like just a simple town and you know there's like a couple dozen people that's you you know in the town and that's it, you know. So Yeah. It it seems And also there's magic, so there's I guess that that as well. I mean, I don't really care about that when I'm playing Stardew, I'm more like just, just farm and sell the crops, you know. I like interacting with the people. But, I've also uh, been watching some Beat Bobby Flay, mm-hmm. which is which has been pretty good. I can't believe you watched it without me. You know how much I love Bobby Flay. There's like a thousand episodes you could watch some Beat Bobby Flay on your own. I was watching Beat Bobby Flay before you. Yeah? I was watching Beat Bobby Flay at home. They, they asked him, I'm watching the newest season, and, and someone, one of the competitors just got married right yeah and one of the judges was like you are you probably shouldn't ask bobby for marriage advice and 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 bobby's like you're getting it wrong i have a lot of marriage experience i know a lot of things so it it was it was pretty funny that's so mean he took it but bobby bobby took it like a champ i really like the show i like how he has his friends like making fun of him i think like Neil Patrick Harris was yeah. one of the people on there at one point. His girlfriend, now wife? Just girlfriend. Just girlfriend? They're broken up now, apparently. What? Yeah, from uh, what I saw. I had to look at how many times he'd been married after that joke. Yeah. But he he's not married to her, and they said they broke up. Aww. Something I didn't know, he's big into horse racing. I did not know that. Yeah, he, he, he like owns thoroughbreds that they race at like the triple crowns and stuff but i love bobby flay yeah, it's a good show i have he's a lot great. of fun with it and i i just love the people heckling him and i'm yeah. like he's bobby flay he'll he'll, he'll beat yeah. you uh i've watched four episodes he's won three of the four yeah so. he's he's a fantastic chef i've also been working on the sailor moon script mm-hmm. some more i am about 60 something pages in i think i'm gonna get a decent amount done tomorrow i'm really excited to to finish this up have you read through it? Have you hate some of it? Have to edit a lot out. Oh, I'm sure I'll hate add it. Add some stuff. 
A yeah. part of me wants to send it to my sister because she yeah. was big into the Sailor well, Moon as well, but she didn't watch like the new dub. Oh yeah. So I don't know if. Oh, like like with the Japanese names. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it might that, be a little confusing. That would be weird. Yeah. But I might I might post the script on Patreon once I'm done with it. Mm, I don't know about that. You don't know about that? Because th- then people might steal it. Might steal it. If okay. If you wanted to actually like sell it. Yeah, I gotta sell it. I gotta sell it. Yeah. I think uh, Sailor Moon Part One and Sailor Moon Part Two, and then we have the Bone Wars would be a great script to write. Yes. Which I don't know why nobody's made a movie of that yet. Yeah. It seems perfect. Just people being dumb and mean to each other for no apparent reason. About fossils. And ruining fossils. Yeah. It's like, oh, you found a complete triceratops the first ever. Let me just use some dynamite Yeah, and I can't have it. Let me toss some TNT in there. So that would be fun. We together have been watching a bunch of Who's Line. We watched some Who's Line. We watched some Worst Cooks in America. Yeah. Which was great. I, I, I like watching it was Bobby Flay. Yeah, I like watching the first episode of that show, like just, each season. You just like seeing people be like bad at stuff, I, and I'm like, I no, just, it's just crazy to I see like, how bad. Some I these like people to are. see people be brought up. Though the the one problem I have with that show, right, is that they need to get rid of the people that do the best on the challenge because they've learned something. And the people who do the worst of the challenge clearly need more help. Yeah, well, that that would incentivize you to do worse. I suppose. And that's, and that's well, something you can do, you know, you, you can make yourself be worse. Yeah, I get, the weird thing is they're not just only doing it for... To teach them. To, to, to learn how to be a good chef. Hmm. They're also, like, I think they're, like, winning something. They get $25,000. Yeah. Yeah, I, I might be more into it, honestly... If if they did what you said and just like we're trying to teach all these people how to how to be. instead of like eliminating people, just be like we're gonna actually teach you guys. Like I get twelve people on my team, you get twelve people on your team. We're gonna just teach these people how to cook. Yeah, and whoever and, has the best chef wins, but you don't have to like eliminate everyone else. Yeah, I got that. That's that that seems fine. But whose line's great? I don't know. I don't know what else to say. About whose line it's ran for thirty years, so. Gotta love them. I mean, well, I mean, it's, the it, they took a the break. Yeah, got a new host. Yeah, they had some like smatterings of like, whose line is and... is Aisha Tyler still the host now? I have no idea. Hmm. I uh, I haven't really watched it because it was on. Ooh, I don't remember what it was on. CW. It was on CW, and we didn't really get CW as a channel. I think it's on CW. At least you can watch it on the app. We watched it on HBO Max. There were some like weird shows on the CW. Like there was this kind of survival team thing. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, C- CW seems like just a a crappy channel. I mean, no, it, but they they don't air like super quality shows. What are you talking about? Supernatural was great. Supernatural is not a high budget show. It's not like The Flash, Arrow, Supergirl. DC Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, but, but all, all, all of that was all, CW. All, I, I know that. I'm just saying, like all those shows seem all, all very soap opery at times. Not really. I, I I feel like it's not Fox, NBC, ABC, CBS. Don't be mean to CW. <laughs> Don't be mean to the CW. No. They brought me Supernatural. Well, what was it? it used to be what uh, like WB Family, WB Kids. When we were younger, it had the frog that used to dance. Yeah, and then Static Shock was on there, I think. Yeah. Static Shock. <laughs> so, that's what that's what we've been up to. Nerds at Odds is made possible by our supporters over on Patreon.com slash Nerds at Odds. If you want to become a member of our community and gain access to the show four days early, gain the ability to submit your questions, comments, and concerns, and so much more, consider supporting us over there. Thank you. We also watched WandaVision episode 5. Yes. And we're going to give you a spoiler-free review of that episode now, because when the show ends, in about a month, it has nine whole episodes, so there's four episodes left. In about a month when the show ends, we'll give you a spoiler review, like an entire episode about that. But spoiler-free right now, what did you think about WandaVision episode 5? It's heating up. Some things are weird, trying to figure it out. Yeah. 
This episode is is exactly what I wanted. I think it has a nice blend of steel doing a sitcom from a certain era. This episode is the 80s. Yeah. But we are finally progressing the story forward in a in a meaningful way. And I, I find it it's very intriguing now. The first two episodes I felt were just trying to recreate sitcoms from a certain era. Sure. But now I am I am hooked now. I am so intrigued to see what's going. Well you're just sitting there and you're like, who knows? You know? Yeah, what like what's really happening? What's going on? Because I thought I figured it out, right? Yeah. Like last episode, I was like, I think I understand what's happening and then this episode I'll you 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 feel it like it lulls you into thinking, Oh, I was correct and then by the end it's like I don't think I fully understand this yet. Oh, that's interesting. I I have a theory to to place by you later, <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk about that eventually. Off air. Off air. Yeah. Oh, that's that sounds like a great. If we ever get a lot of patrons and we ever do like a post show, off air is a great title for a post show. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, that would be fun. Anything else you want to say? Spoiler free. I don't know what else we can really say about this episode. I don't trust them. That's all I'm I don't trust them. I don't trust them. There's not a lot of trust being thrown around here. I don't trust them. Not him, them, them, um. I don't trust them. Yeah. Also, the very end. What happens at the very Dude, end is mind blowing. Dude, it was like what? Yeah. So. I was like, wait, that looks familiar. Yeah. Mm. So that's crazy. I hope. I I wonder if that's just like a a cool one off thing or if that is like a hint for what's to come in the MCU very shortly. I feel like they're going to like recast all of the the things that's going to yeah. possibly be. But we will see. Nerds at Odds is made possible by our supporters over on patreon.com slash nerds at odds. If you want to become a member of our community and gain access to the show four days early, gain the ability to submit your questions, comments, and concerns, and so much more, consider supporting us over there. Thank you. Now let's get on to the topic of today's show, which is the shows that shaped us. We picked five shows that we watched when we were younger. I didn't say childhood, but really not like late teens. It's something you should have started watching when you were younger that kind of reflected us growing up, I guess. And once again, I came up with this topic because I come up with all the great topics. I I I had a couple topics, but Courtney... Courtney didn't like any of them, so... No. 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 So let's go one by one. Okay. You do one, I do one. We have five apiece, like I said. And just tell us what you like about it and why it's important to you. Okay. So let's start with you. What's your first one? So first I have Whose Line Is It Anyway? My mom showed me this show when we were younger, me and my sister. Of course, you know, as, as younger you don't really get many of the jokes but you still get some of the jokes you're like oh i don't understand why people are laughing but that's okay and then they say something like you know rejected theme songs from the titanic and you can laugh at that Mm. because you're like oh i saw the titanic but i think it helped me sort of develop my the way i i deliver jokes in a way i try and do it mostly straight faced you have good improvisation you think possibly i don't know would you would you ever want to try doing that? I did try improv in high school at one point. Um, we had a we tried to start a kind of like a drama club hmm. sort of situation. It just never really got off the ground. But it was it was a lot of fun, and we did a little improv se- session, and it was great. Uh, I would I would like to try more improv. I think that would be fun. I think, uh, speaking of titles for podcast, Yes And could be a great title for a podcast. I don't know what it would be about, but I think Yes And is a good title. Sure. We should have thought about these before we started this podcast. We have I'm hitting gold right now. I don't, I, I, except you don't have a topic for that podcast, so... It's an improvisation podcast. It's useless. It's two people, and they just go on for three hours about whatever. You seen Joe Rogan's podcast? No. It's Joe Rogan's podcast. Okay. My first show, I'm just going to start with this one because we talked about it recently, but I feel like it's very important to me, but it's probably the one I need to say the least about. 
is Dragon Ball Z. This show was very influential to me. It was a big part of my childhood. I got into it because my dad liked it. And I don't know, you know, I played all the video games that I could possibly get my hands on. I even tried drawing at one point. They had like how to draw Dragon Ball Z character books. And I was like trying to draw those. But I don't have the patience to draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had all the action figures. I even had like duplicates because like I would break a leg off one on accident. And I would be like, okay, now I had to get a new one. So I have a Piccolo who is in fine condition and he's fighting. And oh no, Goku chops his leg off. And I'll switch him out for the one that's missing the leg. Now it's this Piccolo. So that's that's how it worked, worked for me. But I was a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. I still am. And it, it was a big part of my childhood, I think. That's adorable. It's adorable. That's adorable. I had... Oh, let's see here. I only had two of the movies on VHS growing up. Think about how much money you ruined with those action figures. I didn't break them on purpose. It's just you're clashing around. They have epic fights. I know, but... How's Piccolo gonna go up against Super Saiyan 3 Goku without losing a leg? It just can't happen. In his box. In his box? (laughs) In his box. But I had two... I only had two VHS movies growing up of Dragon Ball Z. But there's like two dozen in total i had lord slug uh-huh you know lord slug sure <laughs> and i had cooler i forget the name of it but it's the one where cooler shows up uh-huh uh, cooler is freezer's brother yes i know yeah mm-hmm. and this i i love both of those movies so big ups to them what's your next show mash which we own all the dvds of. we own all the dvds even though it's on Hulu, I think it's on Hulu. It's on one of them. It's on one of the, the services. But I love MASH. Like, I, I don't understand. You know, you don't understand. Because yeah, it's like a really old show. When did you get into it? I have no idea. It, it was I. It was one of those shows that was on, I think it was like TV Land. Yeah, You know, it sounds like it. You would, you would get Andy Griffith's show. You would get I Dream a Genie, uh, Mash, Gunsmoke, Bonanza. I don't know if you watched this, but it's all, it was also on Nick at Night. If you were a fan of that, I don't, was was Mash on mm-hmm. Nick at Night? That's yeah. a weird place for Mash to be on. Got to be honest with you. Yeah. N- Nick at Night, I would sometimes watch, and it would like I would watch it for the Amanda Show and all that. Yeah. Well, it might have been on, It might have been on Nick at Night before your time. The only reason I know it is because I was watching someone talk about old TV shows, and they're like in their thirties, and they're like, "Yeah, I watched all those on Nick at Night growing up." So they, it might have been on like ten years before you would have seen it. But. Well, anyway, I love Mash. I love all the characters. It's very like deep show, and I, it's like comedic. But it's also like serious at times, and it's dealing with real world issues. I mean, for the sixties. For the sixties, I mean, there's still some that are applicable today. The first few seasons, there's some great inconsistencies of like, oh, well, Radar doesn't drink. In like later in the show, he mm. the only thing he gets is like a grape knee high. But, like, in the early shows, he gets drunk and, like, gets a tattoo of a teddy bear on his butt or something. It's really funny. But I love Hawkeye. I would love to meet Alan Alda one mm. day. Um, that they, they tried to do a spinoff, I think, with some of the characters from M.A.S.H. Where they, like, back in the States after the war and they're in, like, a hospital working. But it just didn't work out. What type of TV show do you think Mashy is? What would you classify it as? If you had to give it like a one thing, is it a comedy? I don't, I think it's more of like a, a drama. I think it's more of like a war drama. War drama? War drama. I mean, it's got comedic elements, of course. That's what makes it, um, that's what makes it able to be watched. Yeah. But like, Mash is one of, like, at its time, people, like, millions of people turned in to see the finale of i think MASH. the finale of mash is still the most watched scripted television episode of all time it's crazy you yeah. know it's like 
And maybe it's just because there's so many more things on TV nowadays and you have to like pay for a whole bunch of stuff and also people aren't really getting uh, satellite and cable yeah. anymore. It's all streaming services. But MASH is yeah. fantastic. But, well, I mean, back then, it was free. You didn't have to subscribe to anything. Or... Well, it's not free. You like, pay for cable. Not back then. It was a it was a satellite. You would have just had a satellite. And I'm pretty sure you an still antenna had to pay for and it. hook it up to your TV. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I wasn't born 60 years ago, but I don't think it was like. Pretty sure you at least had to. You still had to pay for something like a a TV set and a satellite. Yeah. Be set up in your house. True. But I mean, I just I just think it was maybe honestly easier to access it, like. It's the only thing on. If you want to watch TV at no, six listen, p.m., listen. Mash is a fantastic show. Don't don't belittle it by saying, "Well, it was the only." No, thing no, I'm, on. I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not a good show. I'm just saying that's there's that's probably of why. Channels at the time of the finale, at the time of the finale, yeah. there's like thirteen seasons yeah. of Mash out, and it starts in black and white, of course, but then it goes into color, so it's clearly into like people having to maybe pay for. TV, maybe. I'm. I'm just saying, like, it got like a hundred something million people watching it. That's I, because it's a like. I understand. Okay, you don't understand why people like the show. You tried to watch the show. You didn't enjoy it. You didn't think it was funny. You thought it was kind of like boring. That's fine. But don't just belittle it by going. Well, there's nothing else to watch you're on not, TV. You're not. You're not letting me make my point. Which is, I, I think, I think no show's ever gonna get to that level of watchness again, because no, no one has to be like, oh, I got to tune in today at ten p.m. to watch the finale of Game of Thrones or whatever, or I can, I'm not gonna be able to watch it again, you know, for years. Unless they maybe air it, and I have to like look on the TV guide. Yeah, could you imagine buying a TV guide? Be like, I need to know what's going to be on. <laughs> like, it's a print magazine. But I th I think that MASH shaped me as a person. Because mm. it shows you, like, so many different settings and scenarios. And, of course, one thing I love about these older shows is they just get a bunch of different people in there. And I remember Patrick Swayze's in one episode of MASH. And it's just like, why is Patrick Swayze in here? I'm sure it's like he's getting his start, but you're like, there's Patrick Swayze. Probably. I mean. And then of course you you go into like Murder She Wrote, and there you're like, there's Father Mulcahy. Mm. He killed he killed someone. That's crazy. Oh, wow. But he's not Father Mulcahy. No, but he's the guy who plays Father Mulcahy. Yeah. But so, it's great. So next up on my list is I don't really have a good reason why i put this on here but it was my favorite cartoon growing up so i felt like i should throw it on there's ed ed and eddie okay i didn't like that show i i loved ed ed and eddie growing up i didn't like that. i had, show. I had a video game we had to like get all the jawbreakers i i really enjoyed it i thought it was funny it was just good times i thought it was a dumb boy show yeah so i didn't watch it i don't i don't have like anything deep about how it like influenced my life i just i felt like i had to throw my favorite cartoon in here i suppose that's, that's all that's i got fair. that's all i got for that one okay next up i've got sailor moon obviously real quick actually i, I do have something else to add about ed and eddie oh the the guy who grows beets in ed and eddie mm -hmm. made me convince my grandfather to grow beets one year on our farm and they're disgusting. Yeah. I hate beets. But we grew a lot of them. And no one liked them. So Sailor Moon. So Sailor Moon. It's my next show. And uh, it's on here, obviously, because I grew up with it. Uh, we had the VHS tapes. I can't remember how many we had. Probably about I'm gonna say eight or nine VHS tapes of Sailor Moon. How how close? How many episodes do you think you had? I feel 
like there was about three or four episodes per VHS mm. tape. And they were like all across the seasons. Well, they licensed tapes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's that's crazy. They had like the box art yeah. and everything. That's crazy because I, I listened to a podcast about it, it's it's one of the someone I, I've listened to for a while. He's in his forties now. He's actually like a head animator for Sesame Street now. But he's like back in the eighties or nineties, if I wanted to watch anime, if I wanted to like get the newest episodes of Dragon Ball Z or whatever was big back then. He's like, I would have to go down to a video shop and buy four or five episodes on a VHS and pay 80 bucks for it. Yeah. So it's it's crazy how, how much it used to cost. Like, it was such a niche thing. So those tapes niche. might... I'm going to go with niche. No. I'm pretty sure it's niche. No. 100%. Going to stand by it. So I can't imagine how much those Sailor Moon tapes cost. I, I'm sure we have them somewhere, and I would love to find them. Oh, they're probably not worth anything now. One of them was like the Pegasus sort yeah. of episodes, and it was in like a gold Ooh. box. Very nice. Speaking of VHS tapes, did you ac- did you ever accidentally record it with something important on a VHS tape growing up? No, we never had recording. You know how recording... We might have had it, but it was like, I'm not going to record... We never had blank VHS tapes. Oh, we we had some to, like, record stuff off the TV. I'm pretty sure most VHS tapes, like, the ones you can... Like, you buy from a store Mm -hmm. that you can't record on, they have a lock on them, so you can't record over them. Yeah, well, I mean, that's not what I meant. I guess if you never recorded something, this wouldn't have been a problem. But, like, if you, like, recorded something on a blank VHS tape, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, I need to record a show and accidentally plop that one in and recorded over it. No, I never did that. Like, like I, I, I don't know if I have an example of that, but I bet I did that as a kid, recording something dumb. It's like, oh, I need to, uh, I need to get that new episode of that, uh, their Teletubby or Barney on it. And I'm like, four. I think we were too young for Teletubby four and i'm like it's like oh accidentally recorded over your wedding video sorry sorry grandma (laughs) but yeah i don't i I can't think of a specific incident where that happened but it it seems like something that probably could have happened when we were kids you're getting off topic this is i was talking about sailor moon and you're like let me derail the whole conversation so i can talk about vhs tapes so do you have a a reason why sailor moon's on here other than it was like it was big for my childhood, yeah. and it's. I'm, I know the episodes are really corny and stuff like that, but it is like women being strong and fight. Like, Tuxedo Mask comes in, mm. but he doesn't really do anything except being like, you can do it. Yeah. He doesn't do much in the in the movie I'm working on either, so don't worry about no, that. No, he's just like, you, you got this. And, and then all the girls are like, oh, Tuxedo Mask. <laughs> And, you know, Tuxedo Mask might have been my first love. Your first love? My first love. I don't know who my first love would have been. Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi? No, oh no. Boma for (laughs) Chi-Chi. You kidding me? It was either Tuxedo Mask or Robin from uh, Teen Titans. Robin's a good pick. You know what? Maybe, like, Raven or Starfire from Teen Titans. Yeah. Starfire was cute. Yeah. Raven was kind of just... A bit, a bit, moving. a bit, uh... Dim. She's not dumb! That That's the problem I have with, like, Teen Titans Go, is they're like, we'll pick one character trait, and then we'll just make it their whole personality. And, it's and... like, well, Robin likes Starfire. Oh, okay, we'll make him a creepy stalker. Rob, uh... Starfire doesn't really understand Earth customs, and that's not her fault. It's not like she's stupid. She just doesn't understand Earth customs. And they're like, no, she's stupid. And then Beast Boy and uh, Cyborg. Cyborg I feel like they're the same character. Just like stupid, I guess, because they like to hang out and be bros in the original, but then they just make them stupid. And then uh, Raven, they're just like, she's just gloomy all the time. She's just emo emo completely and they're like that's your character i'm like no there's so much more to them and we got to finish watching that because we stopped my next step my next show that was big for me 
I probably started watching around 10 or so as South Park. Which 10 it, is probably too young to be watching that show. Which I, I feel like has sh- shaped me entirely with my sense of humor and worldview in a lot of ways. But I love South Park so much. It's it's so funny. I guarantee there is so many people in your boat like, oh, I started watching it when I was young. But there was because there was this misconception by parents that it was like, oh, well, cartoons are for children. I feel like by the time I was 10, South Park had been out for almost a decade. I feel like like the like news had gotten it out that well, like... Well, no, no, because like, there's plenty of stories of, of people who are grown-ups now, but they're like, oh, when I was a kid... I would put on, like, these dark animes. Yeah. But my family would be like, oh, well, they're just watching cartoons, and then they'd leave. Yeah. You know? I think that still applies. I think, probably more so than Family Guy, South Park does seem more like a kid's show, just from characters. Like, well, like yeah, you see you see five... They're children. Four. You see four elementary school kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes it seem like it's four kids. It's not the creator's fault they just sort of went with an interesting and fun topic but this brings into like parents need to yeah make sure their kids aren't doing something crazy no knowing matt and trey just like what what they're all about that's like a big part of the thing they're like yeah, it's, it's an awful show to show your kids. Part of the thing, part of our whole message is don't let your kids watch our show, but you're going to anyways because yeah. you're not great at being a parent. That's yeah. your fault. And it's like our friend Jamie, who was on the podcast, he yeah. used to work at GameStop, mm-hmm. and like a kid would go and be like, I want this game, Mom. And the kid's like 10. Yeah. And it they pick up GTA, and he had to be like and the the parents not even like looking at the game and he's like this is a game where you like murder people and do like tons of crazy <laughs> stuff and they're like oh well maybe not this game it's like well i shouldn't have to tell you yeah. you should read what the game's about it, it, it says clearly, it, it says it on the back it clearly says like is it i think it's either t for teen or mature grand theft auto yeah it's mature it's mature yeah it's like oh clearly there's this rating on there it's like it says says seventeen plus em. It says it right there. Yeah, but people people don't pay attention. Yeah, I I guess to be fair, when it comes to TV shows, you kind of have to watch the show before you see what it's rated. Not necessarily. You can just look it up now. I yeah, I guess you could Google it or something. But also, you shouldn't just sit your kids in front of a TV and be like that'll babysit you and not like watch a show with them mm-hmm. and talk to them about the show. And th- that would help you, you know, make sure the show is okay. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think South Park definitely uh, shaped a lot about me, especially humor-wise and sensibilities. And I, it's it's still going strong to this day, so I, I hope they never stop. It's amazing. It's like The Simpsons. Yeah, it's been on since 98. It's been on 23 years now. I learned that the pilot of that show was actually filmed with little cutouts. South Park, the whole first season's filmed with cutouts. I thought it was just the pilot. No, the whole first season is cardboard cutouts. Yeah. It's it's hard to watch now, because it's just, it's so low budget. Well, I don't, I think that makes it more special. It's like, well, this, clearly they put in like a ton of yeah. effort for this first season. They were so passionate about. And each season of South Park used to be like, 20-something episodes. It's only 10 episodes now, but back then it was like 20-something episodes. If I heard correctly, I don't know if this is like yeah. just rumor, but the the guy who made South Park, or the guys who mm. made South Park, they were trying to get it uh, taken up, but no one was going to do it. And I think it was like George Clooney mm. saw something that they did and was like, I'll help you get this mm. show going. I mean, that makes sense. George Clooney plays a dog in the first season of the show and all the dog does is bark and George Clooney voices the dog barking. Yeah, I'm pretty so. I'm pretty sure it was George Clooney was like, yeah, I'll help you get this done. Yeah. You know what's also crazy? The, the foot, they were um, college students together in Colorado, which is where South Park takes place. Mm. And they made a short for a class they did in the cardboard cutout style, about the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. Right? 
and that like tape of that got shopped around to networks and apparently from like the documentary on the show people were just taking credit for making it like they were still like they were like copying the vhs and being like hey nbc i got a show for you and 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 eventually that got that got squashed but yeah like matt matt and trey had to be like no that's 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 all that's ours yeah clearly and it's also crazy how much uh how like it's on comedy central right Mm -hmm. and just it's like the it's like the thing that made comedy central and they can get away with anything like they'll let them show anything or say anything without censoring it on comedy central yeah so i'll let you know how much how how popular it is also i think it won an oscar the the movie so there you go it's crazy man next up for you next up for me is criminal minds and this is mostly because that's kind of where you went with your degree and kind of career aspirations in a way well i mean i always wanted to help people Hmm. you know me and my mom we watched a lot of crime shows forensic files id channel stuff stuff like that and criminal minds was sort of like the pinnacle to me it was like well here's these people and they're not really just like cops busting Mm. in you know it's not like csi or cops law and order law and order you know it's uh it's more smart intelligent if you will and even now like i feel like this show clearly shaped me in a way is like oh i love reading true crime stuff i love learning about true crime stuff i listen to podcasts all the time about true crime and i i do wish to become a criminal profiler at some point that's like my pinnacle but that's unlikely to happen but it would be nice yeah i just want to help people is my main goal but i just love the characters in criminal minds if you don't know what criminal minds is about it's about the bau which is the behavioral analysis unit which is part of the fbi it's not there's not actually a bau i think it's like a BSU or BA something. It's something similar. They do the exact same thing, but it's a slightly different acronym. Yeah, and basically it's criminal profilers, which means they'll look at crimes and sort of base a profile off that. And sometimes that would lead to, well, in the show, it always leads to the suspect. I think one of the the best real-life examples of this, though I don't know how accurate it is, is that Unabomber thing that has Paul Bettany in it. Because, like, that guy, and I'm pretty sure that's pretty accurate, the dude just reads the letters, and he tells them, it's like, it's going to be a white male, you know, 35 to 40, he's going to have this type of degree, he's going to be living like this. Yeah. It's like, he, he nails them, and so... It's like, oh, you can tell with the way that he uses this word and the certain spelling that he's from this place. Yeah, he grew up with this dictionary. So, I mean, it's it's pretty interesting how you can read people right yeah i mean it's and i i just it just gave me like this i just have this very analytical mind yeah and usually trying with these shows or any sort of like mystery show murder she wrote any sort of those i i like to try and figure out who's doing it yeah you know especially murder she wrote because criminal minds sometimes they'll show you who's doing it and they don't really give you suspects yeah uh, that you can like pick out, but murder she wrote there. That's like here's all the suspects, and you can pick it out. And I love being like, oh, is it this person? Is it? Th-? And I never get it right. No. I never get it right. How? So I'm assuming Criminal Minds is like one of the top ten most watched shows of last year. Yeah. Like streaming minute wise, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming it is the calls for a the big boom and like people going to school for psychology it has got to be a, a oh portion yeah you, of that. there's like so many my my criminal justice professors mm-hmm. they were always like um you know, criminal minds you know we it's not that glamorous yeah and it's also like point something percent of people are going to get this job yeah even working for the fbi not even being in this unit. A, a criminal profiler like just on its own not part of the fbi you have like Mostly it's you're going, you're one person and you're helping a bunch of different counties yeah. or something. Or maybe like a whole state. Mm. 
And if you want to get into the FBI, it's going to be, like, super hard. Yeah. Um, because you actually have to become an FBI agent and then also get yeah. into the BAU. So that's very difficult. Yeah. But I, my, my question is, how many people do you think went into math because of numbers? Probably not a lot. You don't think, you don't, you don't, there's got to be one. At least one person showed up to college wanting a math degree because of numbers. One person. There's got, I mean, there was people, it's like, um, it's like with the, the movie Ghost. Oh yeah. With Patrick Swayze. Just so much pottery. Yeah, so my, I had a, I did a pottery for my senior project in high school. Hmm. And my mentor for that was like, yeah, so after, like, once the movie Ghost came out, it was a great time to be a potter because you, like, after about three months, the desperate housewives that bought the potter's wheel because yeah. they thought it would, like, romanticize their relationship, they they sold them all. So you would get, <laughs> like, like $500 potter's wheels for, like, next to nothing. Yeah, it's crazy. I bet, I bet, I mean, no, no one went and got a math degree because of numbers and then tried to still be a cop. But I bet numbers probably turned a lot of people on to liking math. Maybe. I mean, I liked, I loved numbers growing oh, up. Oh, I love, the best part about numbers yeah. is that, though, is that, like, I think it's Barnaby. Is it, that's not Barnaby. Dude, I don't remember any of these people's names. Bernard. Bernard from the Santa oh, Claus oh, oh, yeah, his, is the main name. character. Yeah. And you're just like, hey. Yeah. Isn't that you? And I remember watching numbers. I watched it with my grandma a lot. And I just used to like do fake math in a notebook along with him. <laughs> and then That's so cute. And, and then I'd be like, Grandma, look, I've got it. <laughs> It, it, I, it, it was so dumb. I was, I, I was very young. That's I, so cute. Yeah, it's just, just be like, I understand it. I got the guy, and for like fifteen minutes into the show, and he ain't even committed a crime yet. So, yeah. So, so that that's what I remember about numbers, and I still like math to this I, day. I started watching numbers. It was probably late. I think it was on the Ion channel, which had a bunch of like nonsense stuff. And then, like, late at night, it would show you, like, numbers mm. and other stuff like that. It was so fun, but also, I'm like, that's not how it works. I had to have been watching it when it was airing new episodes. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was watching it in second, third grade, I remember, something like that. I remember back in the wild west of YouTube, probably, like, it was sometime during high school, but it was, like, wild west of YouTube times, and there was just all of criminal minds <laughs> on youtube like yeah. all the episodes and i just sit there yeah. at night one summer just watching i can't criminal minds. i can't believe google jumped on that landmine of lawsuits and somehow turned it around yeah it's crazy but i mean they do too much with like the con like the the calling stuff out on youtube because mm. sometimes it's like they're just doing a parody of oh, a song. Oh, like striking, striking. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like... Or, and and then you're watching, so, like, for instance, Unis Honest. Yeah. There's a channel that just reposted all the stuff, and I tried to report it, but I can't because technically the old Unis Honest channel isn't alive. I wonder if you post something that is not able to be found anywhere and is not being sold anywhere mm-hmm. i wonder if that's a problem still yeah i don't like if you can i don't know like if 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 the person who owns it is not marketing it is it maybe if you still have all the original like footage yeah which i i do believe that mark and ethan on like have a, on like a hard drive like yeah. there it's on a hard drive somewhere it'd be dumb maybe someday they will release it all yeah i liked your idea of just like keeping up that and then donating all the ad revenue to charity after the I charity. Mean, would be great. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's just, it's like, YouTube's still crazy <laughs> as it is. Yeah. Like, people are playing games and then they'll, they'll post it on YouTube and then YouTube's like, well, that song's copyrighted. Well, it's in the game that I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can't help that. 
So my next one is one that I watched also much, much too young, is Chappelle Show, which I think came out from 03 to 05, 02 to 04, somewhere around there. And I, I think I, I called it probably around the end of the show when I was like eight or nine, started watching it. Mm-hmm. And it's just so good. Dave Chappelle is so funny. And probably one of the biggest things that that it did for me was it introduced me to rap music because he used to have artists come on and, and, and perform a song. And I remember the first time I ever uh, heard DMX, which is one of my favorite rappers. I don't know how many people got DMX in their, in their top five, but I love DMX. And he did a Rough Riders anthem and... That was a very special moment for for young Alex. I was like, man, that guy, that guy's good. I I have nothing to say other than, again, you were too young. Yeah. And people need to believe. You couldn't see like you couldn't see like eight nine year old Alex white dude from the country running around singing some DMX songs. No. Stop. No. Drop. Stop. Shut him down. Open. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) You you couldn't couldn't see me running around like a child singing that song. I, I you know I don't. I don't think I know that song. You don't know Rough Riders Anthem by, no. by DMX? I, you know I don't listen to rap music. <laughs> you ask me who, who rappers are and I'm like, uh... Yeah, you did have that thing where, where you were trying to tell me who DJ Khaled was because you heard him on a, a Ed Sheeran song. Yeah. It's like, it's like it's that, one, it's that one rap guy who does all that stuff with rappers. It's, it's what Courtney described DJ Khaled as. And I'm like... The one rap guy who does stuff with rap was awesome. I need you to not make fun of me. <laughs> so yeah, it's just it was it was a very special show. I've I've watched all the episodes. There's only like thirty episodes, but I've watched them so often. So I love Tyrone Biggums. It's a great character. Rick mm-hmm. James, you know the Rick James thing. Yeah, sure. Prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. I've seen those. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. All right, Courtney. You're done. Yeah, sure. Courtney's last pick for this episode. Last but not least, very big part of my life was Schoolhouse Rock. We had the VHS tapes. Okay. And we had it was grammar rock, math rock, science rock, and history rock. Where did we watch this recently? It was on Netflix? Disney Plus. Oh, it was on Disney Plus? I think so. Which too. ones did we watch? We watched all the history ones? I think we watched all the history ones. Yes. Yeah. They're still, um, the bangers still, I think. They're, they're pretty good. really good. Yeah. Of course, the preamble is my favorite, and it helped me learn the preamble, of course, which I would spout off right here at the drop of a hat. I can, I can do yeah. it at the drop of the hat, but I won't because that would be boring. But, you know, these were part of my childhood. I didn't, we, we didn't really care about the math one that much, but we still watched mm-hmm. it. The grammar one was also not great, but science and history were fantastic, no, and I feel like maybe the history one is what brought my sister into history oh. a little bit. I mean, I like history. Yeah. But... You know, you know, as someone who's getting a PhD in history, I don't have any shows on here anywhere near close to being historical shows. Well, you were like, you stumbled into history. Yeah, you in know. college, you were like. I want to be a computer science. No, I start. I start with psychology. I want to be psychology. I want to be computer science. I guess I'll do history. I want. I, I start with psychology because I I want to do exactly what you wanted to do, work work for the FBI, mm-hmm. and then I'll then I couldn't do the classes. You're like this is too hard. And then I then I, I switched to computer science and I suck at I suck at computer science, so I was like history, but that that was a back then. When I was making that switch from computer science to history, that was a pretty liberating experience. Cause I, I just I just pulled up every major the college had to offer, and I was like, "What do I want to do?" Well, for me, I I knew I wanted to do psychology from the start, from the very start, and I knew which classes I needed to do the degree, mm-hmm. but I did not declare my degree until they made me declare my degree. Nice, nice. They were like. You need to declare your degree, or you're not going to graduate. And I'm like, I guess I'll declare. It was like junior year, but they were like, you need to declare. And I'm like, fine. Yeah. I just don't like to be. I don't. I don't like being forced uh, to make decisions. Exercise science. It's like you sure you have 90 psychology credits. Exercise science. Exercise science. 
I do remember though we went to go we went to a talk at the college and it was some like lawyer. Oh, you mean me? Yeah. Me and you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that guy was so good. He, he was, was so entertaining. He was fantastic. And you were like, maybe I should switch to law. And I'm like, you're not switching to law. I, I watched this guy on YouTube, Legal Eagle. Mm-hmm. He uh he just explains things. He also does like civil law, I think. But every time I watch one of those videos, I'm like, I could be a lawyer. No, that's, what, that's what my family tried to talk me into when I was younger. Um, I could still do it. History's pre-law. I could always just... It is pre-law. I could, I could always get into that, you know? You don't want that. I don't want that? No, you don't. I, I would make no money because I'd want to be a public defender. Mm-hmm. And you would be an awful public defender. No, I wouldn't. Because you'd be like... It would be like... You'd have to work all day, every day, preparing for cases, and you're not getting paid that much. Yeah. I think, I think lawyer and perhaps professor, like what I'm going to be, or not jobs right to like who you are yeah you're not you don't do this as a job that's like your life so you have to be okay being like i'm a lawyer that's my life i do law that's it that's all i do nothing else it's like what do you do when you go home law yeah. what do you do late at night law yeah 24 7 7 days a week like good law movie i've lost the name of it i like the lincoln lawyer with matthew mcconaughey that's good uh, I was talking about Just Mercy. Oh, with Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. I forget the woman. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. It has Jamie Foxx Jamie as Fox. the as the prisoner. Well, the main prisoner, but yes. Yeah, yeah, like like the one Brian Stevens is defending. Yes. Great movie if you haven't watched it. Even better book, and I have mm-hmm. a signed copy. Yeah, there's also a documentary. It is. Documentary. I think on HBO. Yeah. But you might want to check that. I think it's on HBO Max. I highly recommend the book. Yeah, it's called Just Mercy. Book is better, obviously, but I didn't find I didn't have any problems with the movie. The movie's great. Got Michael B. Jordan, but they do sort of like kind of compress the story a little bit. But that's to be expected. They're making a movie out of like a autobiography. Yeah, it's like one one dude's life working at this thing. Kind yeah, of. and it skips around a lot, you know. Yeah. So it's to be expected. Now, my last show is X-Play, which I feel is probably a deep cut, a deeper cut than any of the shows on here, just because... I have no idea what you're talking about. X-Play came on the channel G4, which was a gaming TV channel. Okay. There was also Attack of the Show that came on after after X-Play. X-Play ran, I think, for 13 years... It came on every weekday for 13 years. There's over 7,000 episodes of this show. That's a lot. It had Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb are the hosts. I don't know who those people are. If, if, if you're into video video game news and stuff, Adam Sessler's a pretty, a pretty like big deal because of X-Play. Because I feel like it it brought to the mainstream this idea of it was a 30-minute show, new episode, Monday through Friday, and they'd talk about video game news, and that was it. They'd give you, they'd give you reviews of games, breaking news, and they had skits and stuff. It, it, was, it, was, it was a fun show. I loved watching it. I DVR'd hours of this show, regardless of when the episodes aired, just, just to watch them, because I really liked Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb's chemistry. I thought the show was funny when they did the skits. Sort of like a podcast. It it was at least at least the ones I remember. I mean, it was a thirteen year old like long show. They changed up formats, but the ones I remember, like Adam and Morgan, would just like stand and there'd be a screen behind them and they would talk about stuff and they'd like kick it over to the screen with like a video prepped or something or him or her talking over like a video game review Mm -hmm. but i i love video game podcasts and news that's like the only thing i watch on youtube is like you know kind of funny stuff or angry joe or uh colin's last stand stuff like that video game news i i just i love the industry so i think that got me into that a lot that's good yeah maybe that's that might be the only one of my shows that's like 
I mean, other than South Park, I think South Park number one because that's like a lot of who I am, like worldview comedy stuff, and then X Play because I'm I'm I love like the industry of video games and stuff. I'm not ranking mine, you know what that. I'm not ranking mine either. I just think the other ones are just because I love the shows growing up. Now into closing thoughts. Now Keita's corner. What does Keita want us to know this week? And what was Keita's favorite show as a kid? Keita's favorite show as a kitten was probably wet food. <laughs> wet food. I like it going in the bowl. I like watching it going in the bowl. Keita's favorite show was let's watch mom and grandma scare the other cat away from my bowl because I eat like two bites of my food, walk away, and then come back later and eat more of it. Keita woke me up this morning. Woke both of us up. Yeah, woke both of us up this morning. But Courtney could have gone back to sleep. I couldn't. I had I had to wake up for work soon, but Keita woke me up at the perfect time where I could not go back to sleep because I had to wake up soon enough, like 30 minutes, right? Couldn't mm-hmm. really go back to sleep. She she was a genius. She was like, oh, I know that my collar makes noise. Yeah. I will jump up on the bed and start scratching my collar yeah. specifically. And I was like, she just kept doing it. So I had to feed her. And, and we get up and I'm like, is she okay? And you're, and you're just like, yeah, she just wants wet food. Yeah. I'm like, she knows how to get us up. <laughs> Need to start like keeping a spray bottle next to the bed. Like, yeah, I can't do that. Stop that. Stop. It's too sweet. Every once in a while, we'll just be like, we'll close the door. Yeah. And... But so, sometimes sometimes she doesn't try to wake you up. She's just hyper. She just bolts like throughout the house and it's like it's just not in this room please i'm trying to sleep no and then she'll be quiet for about 30 minutes to an hour yeah. and then she'll be like yeah yeah under the door like please feed me <laughs> like you're not gonna starve you have dry food so what does Keita want us to know this week Keita would like everyone to know to please spay and neuter your pets and to adopt from a pet shelter whenever possible and once again, she really does want a kitten friend. Well, we're moving in like five months, so we'll get one after we move. Don't want to uh, get it now, acclimate it to this house just to move it. That seems a bit mean on the kitten. I want one now. Oh, interesting fact for today. We didn't really know what to do regarding our favorite TV episodes, but since this is our six-month episode, we've been going for six months, which seems crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Do, do, do you think it's felt like six months? No. No? Time has no meaning now. I mean, these chairs are awful. We need to get better chairs. We're not not even bringing this table with us when we move, so... Yeah. Yeah. We don't use it for anything. If I could just get, like, a... I need to put puzzles on. I need a puzzle table. But once I get, like, a desk with a desktop, we could just record there. We don't need a whole kitchen table that sits six people to, to record on. So, the interesting fact for today is we're going to run down just what episodes have done the best. Our top five episodes that have been listened to the most. That we know of because our, the the tracking thing. Yeah, I haven't found like a good way well. to track it. I used Chartable. PodTrack didn't really work that well for me. But Chartable doesn't update that often ever. Like, we'll get like like a trickle of info and then it'll be a huge dump one day and then nothing for like a week. And then, like, a trickle, and then, a, like, it's very inconsistent. But according to Chartable, these are the ones that have done the best. At number five, our Console Wars episode. With our good friend, Jamie? No. No? No, this is the one that we did episode five of the podcast. It was called Console Wars. Oh. We just talked about comparing the two consoles. I think it did well because of just the hype surrounding those things coming out soon. Possibly. After that was our Dream Game Remakes, which is episode four. That one was fun. I think that one did well. Maybe the tags. And guess what? What? I got Pokemon Snap. You got Pokemon Snap. I got Pokemon Snap. I think that one did well, maybe because of the tags of all the games we had for it. Maybe. Third is Next Gen Console Review with our good friend Jamie. With Jamie. Who does the theme song for the podcast now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That was it, right? I don't really listen to it. You don't listen to the podcast? No. I hate the sound of my own voice. I think everybody hates the sound of their own voice. It's like I, I hear it 
in my head and it sounds different and then yeah. I listen to it, I'm like, oh, I don't sound good. I think maybe it's because, I don't know if this is true, but I think people think they sound deeper in their own heads than they do. Maybe. Really? I feel like I sound, I used to think that I sounded higher hmm. in recordings, but now I, I, now I think I sound like really low. Weird. I don't know why. Second is our Christmas special. Which was released around Christmas, so people were just like, Christmas! Yeah, Christmas. And number one is our Disney animated films, Let's Rank. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. People hated you. Uh, I, You know, they just don't like is hearing the, the truth. Is that the first part and the second part combined? Yeah. Well, that would be why. But I mean, it's the same topic. I guess. Yeah. Which, you know, we're going to do our Pixar Let's Rank eventually, and we're going to do an MCU Let's Rank eventually, so... Hopefully those do well. Hope you guys are excited for those ones. Those are going to be long episodes. Yeah, I'm not sure what we're doing next week. We got, um, got anything lined up? No, I'll probably have to figure out something because you'll drop 100%. the ball again. Drop the ball again? Yeah. I just feel like all, all my ideas are, are going to require some prep. And we're not going to watch 18 Pixar films in a week. Well, it's just hard right now because work has been yeah. difficult. And when I'm not at work... You're at work, and yeah. when you're not at work, I'm at yeah. work. Our schedules are cattywampus? That's a word, right? Technically. Okay, guys, we'll see you all in the next episode. Bye! Nerds at Odds is made possible by our supporters over on patreon.com slash nerds at odds. If you want to become a member of our community and gain access to the show four days early, gain the ability to submit your questions, comments, and concerns, and so much more, Consider supporting us over there. Thank you, and have a great day.